0: You're in the mountains of the Poconos of Pennsylvania. I'm in the cornfields and hop skipping away from a dairy farm here in the state of Wisconsin. And yet both of us have been able to build audiences of podcast listeners in countries all around the world. A lot of people ask, how did you do that? And the answer is incredibly easily, but very hard work was involved as well. Can you give us a a shine a little light on how it started for you with the Stuck In My Mind podcast?
1: Okay, so originally I was gonna do a podcast with a friend of mine and we were gonna do a sports podcast. And so I purchased this equipment in 2019. He had a, him and his wife, his wife got pregnant. So that kiboshed that idea, we didn't get to do the podcast. Fast forward to 2020, April I get furloughed from my well March I get furloughed from my job because you know I don't want to mention that word right now because it's going <laughs> but everybody knows why we I was furloughed so I was just home the wife had a big honey to-do list for me and I was tired of doing it and I had to find something else to do so I really again that gave me another, another reason to press record wow so like many of us we
0: all have had different challenges during these two full years of covid. Like many of us, a lot of us have taken up hobbies or different pastimes just to keep us busy. You actually chose to do something that not only kept you busy, but actually was kind of the seed for uh, an entire business.
1: Yeah, it it encouraged me to start my production company. So talk about that a little bit. What's the name of your production company? Real Wise Productions. It's it's a play on my nephews, because it's me and my nephew and, and our friend Brandy and... It's a play on his podcast, which at the time was Talking Real 1000, and of course, my name. It's just something we decided. We felt that this is something, if we can help people press record and not be afraid and help them escape the pitfalls that we went through when we started doing this, then that's amazing. That's awesome. That'd be great. Recently, I've got my first client and I've helped her launch her YouTube page. She's been great. It's It's amazing just being able to help someone avoid the pitfalls that I had when I first started. And then it's just been a lot of, I've, I, have, I have a lot of fellow podcasters that help support that if they know someone that needs some help, they'll send them my way. And that's been amazing. That has been great. That's one thing that I love about the podcast community is that we support each other so much. Some of my biggest supporters are fellow podcasters.
0: Yeah. That's because we all face the same challenges Obviously technical issues can be huge, but even things like how do you schedule guests or how do you get the kind of caliber guest that you want to have? all of these things, if you do it yourself, you can learn the hard way, but that's one of the benefits of doing this is you develop a whole new toolkit of skills that in it sounds like in your case is being marketable to other people who want to kind of take the shortcut. They don't want to take the long way around that you and I have taken, but that's okay because, again, based on what you've described right there, you're more than happy to do it for
1: them, for a slight fee. And all <laughs> of, of a sudden, you've got a business, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and there's this other things I've done. I've started doing cover art for for other podcasts, cover art for other YouTube channels, creating logos. That's what. If anything, if, okay, one thing, definitely, if you're definitely going to do all your own work, all your own cover art, all your own stuff, get Canva. Canva is a lifesaver. That has helped me so much in my business. It's helped me create logos that I've sold. I've designed a logo in 30 minutes for someone and made 250 That's like, where do you go? Like you can't go to any job. Like no regular job anyway. And you get paid $250 for, for half an hour of work. Yeah. For
0: people like me who've worked in advertising and marketing, I've used pro-quality equipment and applications my entire career. And for the longest time, all of these things, I mean, if you wanted to get Adobe Photoshop before they started doing the monthly uh, charge versions, you'd pay $400, $500 for the application alone. And then every couple of years, you had to get the new version because the operating system wouldn't work with it and all this stuff. And, you know, it it was very much like the professional grade stuff was hidden behind walls that you couldn't get to. Canva, spelled C-A-N-V-A, is an application that, frankly, you can run off an iPhone or a laptop via Mm -hmm. the internet and create what I would call industrial quality art. You know, it's the stuff the pros use. And it costs what? Oh, they have a free version. Yeah, (laughs) they have a free free version. We talked last week about barriers to entry. And, you know, if you sit down there and you put a line item in the spreadsheet for everything you need to do it absolutely 100% correctly, you're going to go, oh, that's way too much money. I can't afford that. Well, I'm not suggesting you do that. I, I think Will would agree with me. Do not start with paid versions of anything. Go out and use the free versions of everything. Because just about every social media platform out there has a free version. And so there's no, like if you say, well, I can't afford to do it. It's like, what's there to afford other than your blood, sweat, and tears? I mean, seriously, do you use Podbean as your host for your podcast? Yes,
1: Podbean. I love Podbean.
0: Yeah, I do too. And, and again, what does... Okay, so let's just play this game. Someone says, okay, well, how how much does it cost to have your podcast hosted by somebody else so that you don't get hit with these outrageous bandwidth fees and stuff? And the answer is, oh, uh, $5 a month? Can you go a day without a Starbucks coffee so you can have a podcast that could potentially reach thousands, if not millions, of people around the globe? Yeah, I can do without that, that- cup of coffee. I'll spend
1: gotta, $5 gotta them, for that. You got to tell them though that at the $5 prices, if you pay for the year, which I I, which right. I recommend to everyone is if it's going to be cheaper if you just pay it up for the year and that's the year you don't have to worry about anything, but just uploading your podcast. And they also have a feature where you can go live and go live on Podbean. And Podbean has a big community as well. And if you build that community, that also extends to your podcast Which I'm learning now, which I'm starting to do more lives on Podbean. Because, again, like I said, they have a big following on Podbean. You just got to be consistent on it with the live shows. Well, and that's a key, too. Consistency. My
0: podcast goes out every single Monday and has for going on four years, or we're now in the fourth year of that. And I do everything myself. Edit every episode every Saturday, you know, before it goes live on Monday. I see you shaking your
1: head there, too. What's your schedule and how do you keep that going? It's crazy cause I like lately I've been doing one once a week, but I really need to pick it up cause I have so much back catalog. I'm still releasing episodes that I recorded in June. The only reason the ones that I get, the ones that are getting released that I record recently, they getting released to my YouTube is because they're video. And like I said, I just transitioned to video, but I have such a back catalog of audio. That I need to really focus and really start putting out like two, three episodes. So I kind of, so I sort of get kind of caught up, but I guess, I guess having so much content is a good thing. Yeah, that's very true
0: because for so many people, the fear is that I won't have enough content or how do you do this? I mean, seriously, do you record somebody every week and edit it on the weekend to have it for the next week? And the answer is, Some weeks, yeah, but most of the time, I've got stuff in the can. I've got the raw record that's just sitting in a file waiting for me to deal with it, and I can build up this backlog of material and content. I hate the word content because it kind of belittles it, everything that we do, but the fact is it's just easier to say content is the stuff that has to be refined and edited to then be posted. So the question is, do you have a pantry full of content? And my happy answer is yes. It sounds like your happy answer is as well, yes, with a couple of exclamation
1: points. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's definitely a good problem to have. And some of the guests that I, I'm recent, I've been reaching out to and letting them know, hey, I'm releasing it now. They've been great. They've been they've been amazing. They're like, hey, it's cool. I'm fine I understand. So just being able to have them understand and know that I'm kind of backed up. I do everything. They know I do everything myself. And it's not easy. Podcasters know, like a, podcasters who do everything like me me and you know the hard work that goes into this. This isn't easy. Those big name podcasts and all that, don't none of them sit home and edit their podcasts. They have a crew for that. They have a team for that. We don't, but what? I feel that we're special. I feel that's why I feel these sm- these smaller podcasts are much more special because you're getting people's blood, sweat, and tears. You're getting people's hard work who are out there trying to put out good content, and they're doing it on their own. No team, no nothing.
0: You can see that happening all over the place all the time for people who have yet to, to get that big break or get that notoriety, get that spotlight shown on them. One of the stories that I'm really infatuated with right now is this band in Minneapolis called Dury, D-U-R-R-Y, that I happened to see them on TikTok and it was like a live, just they turned, they hit play, went live and threw it up on TikTok and it was a really cool song. And I'm like, why aren't these guys better known? Well, I wasn't the only one who felt that because all of a sudden they started getting play after play. People started loving it, uh, giving it a thumbs up or hearts on TikTok. And then they started getting label attention. Then they came out with their own shot in a garage lyric video where it's just the words to the song and them, the guy and his sister doing the song. And I'm like, I love the immediacy of it. I love the rawness of it. I love the, the personality of it. This was not some Hollywood crew with A-plus director or anything like this. This was them doing it themselves, and you can tell. And that made it even better. People are doing it, and, and they attract those breaks. I don't know if, if you're working toward that, but I'm, I'm actively trying to attract those breaks that can take you from from here to the next level simply all in all it takes is somebody who is already somebody to go that was pretty good and all of a sudden things blow up and it happens overnight only because you've been doing it for the past 15 years This episode of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast is brought to you by my new book, Nonfiction Brand. Discover, craft, and communicate the completely true, completely you brand you already are. Now available on amazon.com. Jay Baer, best-selling author of Talk Triggers, said, The book is outstanding. Highly recommended. A spectacularly useful guide to personal branding that pulls off the difficult trick of being both realistic and inspirational. A must-read, regardless of where you are in your own brand-building journey. To get your copy, head on over to Amazon.com and search nonfiction brand. And let's get you all the credit you deserve for the completely true, completely you brand you already are.
1: Okay, what is it? What is it? Uh, I seen a, a meme, a, a picture. It was um, it was just showing the iceberg. It just showed the tip of the iceberg out of the water, and the rest of it under it. And under it, it just explained all the struggles you went through to reach the top of the iceberg. Everything you went—that's what. But nobody sees that part. Nobody sees everything that you had to go through to get to where you're at. They only see the success. They don't see the technical difficulties. They don't see the recordings that didn't get recorded. They don't see the uh, guest that ghost you because you you don't have enough enough viewers for them. So it's crazy that they only get to see the top of the, They only get to see the success that I'm having now. They don't see the struggles that I went through to get to where I'm at.
0: I'm reminded of uh, somebody I follow who literally, he said on one of my favorite podcasts, his name is Scott Galloway. He said... It took me 30 years to become an overnight success. He is now going to have a show on CNN Plus, the streaming service that CNN is putting together. And I've known him for a long time, followed him for a long time, because the guy is brilliant. He was brilliant then, he's brilliant now, but he didn't get discovered until enough key people saw him. And all of a sudden, he's hanging out with the likes of Anderson Cooper and Sanjay Gupta at CNN because they recognize, oh, wow, you're the guy who was on Bill Maher, Real Time with Bill Maher. And he got that gig because he was tapped by somebody who's well-known in podcast circles as a really good person to have as a guest. He then becomes a host, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it took him 30 years to become an overnight success. And there's been a ton of blood, sweat, and tears there. But man, he's laid the ground, you know. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. Well, he was sowing great stuff. And one of the things I want to point back to is something you mentioned last week. You decided you wanted your podcast to be one that was one of positivity, of uplifting energy. Again, you mentioned the fact that you were inspired to create a podcast because of the events surrounding the murder of George Floyd and everything that came after that, you chose not to do what a lot of people chose to do, which was sit and bitch about things and people and systems and processes. You chose to become, I would almost call it a beacon of hope or a a bright shining light of can-do goodness why did you choose to do that? Are you naturally a
1: glass half full person? You know what? I chose to do that because it it, it felt to me felt the right thing to do. It, to me, it just felt that it was something that needed to be. I could you could easily go and get clicks by being scandalous and and doing craziness and but that's not what I want. I want my I want my audience to follow me because I'm doing positive stuff. I want them to follow me because I'm helping uplift people not bring them down. That, that, that's not what I'm about. That's that's why we started the production company. That's why we started the, the internet radio station is to give artists, musicians that don't have the outlet to perform on the radio station, to have their music played on the, on the radio station or podcasters who want to go do a live show. I offer them that opportunity and I don't charge them. I don't charge them because a lot of podcasters they don't, they just starting out. They don't have money, they don't have no money. And it's built. And I felt like, listen, let me start this, build up the station. When it gets to a point where we can start generating ad money, then we all eat. That was my goal. And that still is my goal. 2022, we're going to just go harder. We're actually publishing a book. My nephew wrote a book. We um, got the final work done. We're uploading it on, we're uploading it on Kindle. So we got that for pre-orders. And we're going in so many different directions. And the book is amazing he it was it was helped by ghostwriter helped us pepper chambers she's amazing she helped us get his book to where she made it into a philosophy book into something that people need to re- read because it's something positive and then something to help because my nephew he he he's he's been through a lot in his life he had a crackhead mother to being convicted for drug trafficking, drugs selling drugs to turning his life around. To being a great father to his son, to send an example for his son to be like, hey, listen, even though I I went down this path, I've turned my life around. And here's my message to people like me that have made that choice, that went down that path. You have another, you have another opportunity. And he's taking it. And I support him 100%. I back him. And it's just amazing to be able to support family like that, to be able to help people, to be able to. Helped him share his message and 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 bring out his story, so people could hear it. You hit on something right there. Share your
0: voice so people can hear it. And I, oh man, full circle. We started last week's episode talking about the very first time you press that play button to go live on your podcast. You didn't have professional microphones. You didn't have professional connections and. Fancy fader buttons or switching, blah, blah, blah. You didn't have that technology. And frankly, you didn't have the skill set either because you had never done it before. But that didn't stop you from getting out there and sharing your voice. Now, we've heard a lot about the need for diversity of voices out there. I will tell you right now, I think the most diverse place for anything when it comes to communication is the universe of podcasts because you can find any podcast you want to hear out there no matter how nichey no matter how small or focused there is someone who's out there sharing their voice on that topic and again not everybody has a book they want to sell not everybody has a philosophy they want to espouse or attract others to follow but a lot of people Are sharing their story. Because here's the thing. There's only one thing that you truly own that is 100% yours and no one can take from you. And that is your voice telling your story. And again, Will Y. Zotero, El Jefe of Real Wise Productions, he is out there telling his story on his podcast, Stuck in My Mind. What kind of guests do you have on stuck in my mind? Is there a profile of the perfect guest for that podcast?
1: Recently it's been, I've had a lot of people that have come on that are authors, entrepreneurs, actors, actresses, musicians. I've had all types. One of my favorite guests is Stevie Ray. He's a former professional wrestler. And we had an amazing conversation. Cause again, this was again, this is one of my first big, Celebrities kinda guest. And I've I've had quite a few celebrities. I have had if you've ever seen the movie The Warriors, oh yeah. Um, I've had one I had one of the Warriors on my show and it was amazing because I remember seeing him in the movie, and it's one of my favorite movies. And to have him on my show and to speak to him was awesome. It's warriors just beautiful. come out. Yeah. The flag. Yeah that was improvised. That when he was talking about it, he said that was improvised and when he did it they was like, "Whoa." Oh, that was That so was the, the things,
0: yeah. That was the spookiest thing in that movie, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but just being able to speak to people and no, there's no criteria. If you have a a story you want to share, it's something that 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 might inspire or uplift or someone might take something from it then, you're more than welcome to come on my show. Like I said, I've had high school friends on my show. I've had coworkers I've had uh, one of my best friends on, she, she was an essential worker and she worked at our old, old age home and she spoke about what was going on with COVID and everything at that time. But recently, I'm not going to lie, I've I've had a lot of people that come and, and they've shared some amazing stories. Just like yourself, when you came on, it was a great conversation. And that's why I need to get these episodes that I have in the can out because there are some great nuggets in some of these episodes. Like I'm editing an episode right now and I'm listening to it, and I'm remembering the conversation, and I'm like, oh, this is one of my favorite episodes that I recorded. I need to get this out ASAP. And it's just, more I listen to the the ones I have, I'm like, oh, I got to get this one out. I got to get this one out. But it's just so amazing to be able to, like, talk to different types of people. I've had um Liz Priestley on. She's an actress for over 25 years. She just got her big break on... Um, oh, man, I can't even remember the movie now. It's, it's, the, it's the cowboy movie with Ilgis Alba that came out prior to the one he just did. And it was her first Hollywood film. And for her first Hollywood film to be done with Ilgis Alba and the young man that played in Stranger Things that played her son, it was awesome to be able to speak to her and, and hear her journey from working on stage in, in Philadelphia and New York city and local community theaters to where she is now being the leading lady for it Alba again. It takes
0: 25 years to become that overnight success. And uh, you got to start somewhere. And I think a great place to start is to listen to podcasts because you get to hear all different styles, all different voices. And again, it's not about trying to copy anybody else. It's trying to find your own voice. A great way to do that is to start guesting on podcasts. It sounds like Will's open to having some guests apply to be on his podcast. So if I were interested in being <laughs> a guest on Stuck in My Mind, how could I get in touch with you?
1: If you go to the production website, realwiseproductions.com, there's a link on top that says, speak to wise. <laughs> My girl Brandy, did she designed the website and it's... Um, it's great. It's just, it's a link on top. You click on it, it takes you to my calendar and you just schedule a day for, for us to sit down and talk.
0: There you go. Definitely do that or connect with Wise wherever you can. Check out the Stuck in My Mind podcast, www.stuckinmymind2020.com. You can get more information, but you can also find the podcast just about any place find podcasts are free, right? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc.
1: That's that's the great thing about being on a platform like Podbean, that they just they distribute to everything. They distribute to mostly all podcasts or all podcast platforms out there. Yeah, it makes it but very, very easy. You, yeah, so because once you get on Apple, you get on like seven different other listings. And once you get on Google, you get on a bunch of listings. So once you get on Spotify, you get on different listings. So what I tell people is you don't necessarily have to do Podbean. That's your choice. That's that's where I want it because I did my research and I enjoyed the benefits that they were offering me. But do your research. People want to go to Anchor because it's free. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, but. I read the fine line when it comes to Anchor. Yeah. There's certain things you can't do. And I don't know if kind of you don't it kind of like take control of your content. I don't know. I I want that. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a real benefit, too, to
0: be able to say, oh, yeah, you can hear me on Spotify or you can hear me on Apple Podcasts. I mean, there's there's real cachet to that and there's real value to that. So to me, it's hugely worth it to spend the few dollars it takes to be on a podcast host like Podbean. And again, Podbean is not paying me and they're not paying you. We just use the service and pay for it and gladly support it. I do have. I am an affiliate now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so go to stuckinmymind2020 dot com and hit the affiliate link so that Will can get a little bit of a payback. Should you join Podbean?
1: Well, well, go go to go to the the, the Real Wise Productions. That's where the affiliate link is. But yes, All I right. am an affiliate. They offered me the, the the opportunity and I took it. I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. say no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But anyway, we both recommend Podbean because we both have had superior experiences with the service. So check that out. But again, the key is not to be stymied by perception of cost. You can do stuff for free to get started. So start now. You know, Will had the great example of use Canva to create your cover art. Canva is free. Yes, there are paid levels for it, but you don't need to use it. You can get 90 percent of the cow for free so why would you pay yeah. for the milk? you know seriously and again if you want to listen to the stuck in my mind podcast check out stuck in my mind on apple Podcasts, spotify etc 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 or go to stuck in my mind 2020.com where you can get more information about that thank you so much for being on the podcast will once again I am your host of the nonfiction brand podcast, D.P. Knuton, and he is Will Wise Otero, El Jefe. So I'll be talking at everybody next week. Bye-bye.